stepping up to the plate with that walk-up. Although, let's be honest. If Craig Council called her back to the dugout for a pinch hitter, she wouldn't be that disappointed. Save her the trip to the plate against us. Although, you know, maybe she takes this yard. You see her on Bally Sports Wisconsin, and she's getting ready. Maybe she's already out there for another West Coast trip. I don't know how long it takes her to recover from those, but... At the age I'm at now, I'm glad I'm not traveling to a lot of West Coast games because it's a struggle for me when I got back, even from a Packers game in San Francisco. It is our friend Sophia Minert on Wilde and Touch. You'd be okay if somebody called you back to the dugout and you didn't have to deal with us, right? That's, that's accurate. <laughs> no, I mean, once I, I want to be on. I want, I want to take the at-bat. I want to make a make the appearance with you guys. Okay. Well, we'll intentionally walk you so you don't have to deal with us for too long. Um, you're, the, the Brewers are headed out west again. They just had a West Coast trip, did they not? You know, Arizona, a couple other places, right? Not that long Seattle. ago? Correct. Yeah. Uh, how do those, how do those uh, trips, how do you enjoy those trips? How do you feel about them? <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, you do your best, right? It's, it is kind of odd the way that the schedule was set up of, having these consecutive West Coast trips. You don't see that too often. Um, but this is a pretty good one. Denver for three games and then San Francisco for three games and then back home for a week. So uh, the last trip was a 10-game trip, which those, um, you know, the, the three-city trips always are the harder ones to get through, I think, um, especially on the West Coast and then returning home. So this one, this one's not too bad by comparison. Sophia, if you power rank your favorite stadiums to go visit yeah your top three it's power ranking tuesday what are you picking the dodger stadium has always been my favorite away stadium just because of like the history of it and the views and it's always just a great game environment um chavez ravine i also really like i do like oracle park in san francisco i think it's just really unique how it's you know, right on the water, it's right on the bay, the Cubby Cove, all of that. I mean, the weather is great, uh, but that's always a good stop. Um, I tell people that within the division, PMC Park in Pittsburgh is always a good stop uh, with the Pittsburgh skyline right behind you. And, you know, you're crossing the Clemente Bridge to get there. You're right on the Allegheny River. So um, those are some of the ones that come to mind. I will say I have not been to the new uh, Rangers Stadium, Globe Life, in Dallas, so I'm looking forward to going to that one. That's, that's the newest stadium in the league, so I'm looking forward to checking that one out. Uh, speaking of going to new stadiums and, and the like, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but for the first time in baseball history now, we're doing not only are we doing interleague play, but you play absolutely everybody at least once? That's correct, yeah. I don't like yeah, that. Yeah, so... Uh, I don't like that That's part of the new balance schedule, is that you'll play every team in the league at least once. So with the interleague opponents, you're alternating years that they're coming to you. Um, so I, I think it's fun, you know? Like, I think this last homestand uh, was kind of a good example of that. It was kind of odd. We were home for nine games. They were all against American League opponents. Um, it was... Uh, gosh, the Red Sox, the Tigers, and then the Angels. So teams that we don't get to see very often, I think for 
The Red Sox, they haven't been to Milwaukee since, like, 2016. I think it was the same thing for the Angels, uh, 2016 or 2017. So uh, it was it – was, it's cool. You know, it's cool to see different players from different teams and good to visit other stadiums. So I, I do really like it. I think it's good, and it means fewer games against your division opponent. It's like 1982, which – Maybe you were born for, but probably not. Uh, all over again, AL East opponents, and then seeing the Angels mm-hmm. like you saw them in the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, it was it was definitely odd. It, it, this will be nice, kind of getting back into the National League. We finished that last trip with the Seattle Mariners, and then it was three straight American League opponents. But I think it, it makes for good matchups um, and, and good stories when you get to see players that you don't get to see very often. Uh, I'm looking at the Major League Baseball standings right now, and I'm very confused because in the NL Central, uh, the Pittsburgh Pirates are leading the division, and the Brewers are one game back in the loss column, which I know Tausch loves him some loss column. Uh, When you look at the way the season has unfolded thus far, obviously there's been a lot of excitement. There's been some concerning injuries. How do you feel about where this team stands at 18 and 10 and a game and a half out in the NL Central. Yeah, I think despite all of the injuries and maybe some of the question marks around this team, I think kind of all areas of the team have responded really well. I think the starting rotation has absolutely done its job, and that's despite missing Brandon Woodruff for the majority of the first month. He's been out since April 8th. So, like, Colin Ray has stepped up and provided some good starts. Wade Miley has been outstanding. Um, And, you know, the bullpen had a lot of questions around it, just with all of the new faces. And here we are, and they've got the fewest runs allowed um, of any bullpen in the league. So that's great. Um, They've got a lot of guys stepping up in that area specifically. And then I think, you know, you're right. There's there's been a lot of excitement around the young players. And I think, you know, they're scoring differently. They're not as home run reliant. They're using their speed on the bases. Um, They're playing excellent defense. So I think just overall it's been a a very positive month. And, you know, they always say, like, you can't win a division in April, but you can sometimes lose a division in April if you really bury yourself with, like, a horrible start to the season or even for players individually. Um, So I think just overall, like, all – kind of phases of the team have responded really well here in the first month. So, Sophia, when you're going to be on, I try to brush up on my Brewers information so I don't sound like a complete mm-hmm. idiot. Uh, but I have to be honest, I was reading uh, Adam McKelvey's story on Brewers.com. Uh, who is this Colin Ray fellow, and where did he come from? So Colin um, came up as a big prospect, was drafted by the San Diego Padres, um, and he has spent a couple years in the league. He bounced around a little bit. He spent some time with the Chicago Cubs. Then he went to Japan um, for a brief stint, came back, uh, made a, a, an appearance with the Brewers in the 2021 season in October, uh, made a start for Corbin Burns at the end of that season. And then he kind of had an oddity in his contract where last season he had to go back to Japan. So he actually he performed very well um, with that team over there, made, I think, like 25 starts over there, and then came back and re-signed with the Brewers in the offseason. So he is part of their, you know, pitching depth. Um, obviously, you don't want to lose Brandon Woodruff. Um, we've gotten a little bit more 
clarity on what his timeline will be, and now they're targeting the end of June for Woody to come back. So Colin's a guy that they, you know, he was kind of first out of the gate to make starts. Um, he's done a pretty good job. He had a great start in his last appearance against the Angels. Uh, he only gave up two earned runs there. And then they're also getting Hadrian Hauser back. Um, we're expecting him to be activated here on this trip. So um, pitching depth has definitely been tested with, you know, they're down Aaron Ashby, they're down Brandon Woodruff, they're now getting Adrian Hauser back. So Colin's been one of those guys that has stepped up in a really big way. All right, so one more thing for you before we let you go and get packed and ready for your trip. Um, here's the thing that I'm intrigued by. So uh, I was talking about this in relation to our buddy Eric Name and his interaction with Giannis a couple weeks ago, and I I just think mm-hmm. the world of Eric, and he has such a great pulse on that team and those players because he's in the locker room all the time. I have mm-hmm. talked about before how great it was to be back in the locker room last year because for two years with COVID, you know, I, I talked to Jordan Love once, uh, and he was at a podium. Other times it was on a Zoom, and so getting to know him a little better gave me a better feel for him now as we went through this past season and now everything with him moving forward as the starting quarterback. I saw a quote from Matt Arnold in Adam's story where he said, we have a great culture going right now. You, unlike anybody, like even, and I love Todd Rosiak and Adam and and everybody who writes about the team, but you're around these guys as much as anyone uh, Mm because Todd doesn't go on every road trip, right? I'm wondering when you kind of get a vibe for this team and what Matt Arnold's talking about in terms of the culture, what is the vibe you get? Because you, you know how important that is. You know how chemistry factors into all the success and when you have injuries, how you overcome them and everything else. But when the GM is talking about a good culture, that seems to me to be a very good early sign for a team that I'm not sure what the expectations were beyond the state of Wisconsin for them. Yeah, I think, I think it has definitely been very positive. Um, and I think there's just been a lot of, intentionality around it there's been a lot of effort around it um going back to spring training with like you know craig council has these team meetings where you know new players in the organization you know kind of come up and they have to present themselves essentially and then the rest of the room gets to ask them questions get to know them um and adam wrote a great story about how at the end of camp craig you know assigned pairings of you know maybe a position player with a pitcher or or maybe a new guy with a veteran guy and their job was basically to you know spend some time either at the field or away from the field go to dinner grab a coffee whatever get some wings and then come back and they had a team meeting before opening day and everyone had to present kind of what they learned about their teammate and um i think you know, every season is different. Um, every This is what Craig talks about all the time. Every season is different. You can bring back the same core of players, but his opinion is that, like, year to year, everybody's at a different place in their life, right? Like, everyone has gone through different experiences. Everyone has just had different things happen to them. And so I think that it has been a big focus. I think this team genuinely really likes each other. I think there's just great energy. Um, they're positive. They like to have fun. The Chiefs has been a part of that. Um, they do some things kind of post-game after wins to help celebrate that, like player of the game performance type stuff. And so I think they, they've just put in the work on it. You know, like 
those relationships and that chemistry it takes time and it takes work and it's never perfect but i think they've they've definitely put in the time to make it right thanks for taking your at bat what would you say this was a double triple inside the park home run <laughs> lots for you guys to decide <laughs> mm. we're just happy to have you you're the best thanks for making time for us sophia we'll talk to you again in a couple weeks all right guys thank you very much that is Sophia Minert from Valley Sports, Wisconsin, as the Brewers embark on another West Coast road trip, but not as long as the last one. We will embark on Wonelli next. It's Wilde and Tausch. You're listening to Wilde and Tausch on 94.5 ESPN, presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin and sponsored by American Family Insurance.